Hello and welcome to the Jerick Show, everybody. As you can see, no, Eric has not undergone plastic surgery and become younger and far more handsome, but I am indeed at my good friend and uh, colleague, uh, collaborator, should I say, Tom Langford's place. Hello, Tom. Thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you very much, sir. Much appreciated. And uh, also, Tom's kindly agreed to sponsor the show today. So. Yay! TL2 Security is the sponsor. Yeah. And that's where the good news ends because unfortunately we are joined by Mr. Eric Cronin. <laughs> you doing, Eric? Yeah, thank you for sponsoring, Tom. Although I think the sponsorship was something about lunch goods in the UK, yes. which does me absolutely no good whatsoever. And, and Jav's eaten it all as well. It's <laughs> of course he has. Of course he has. If any consolation, it was very good. <laughs> Lovely, wonderful to hear. Uh, it's nice to see you, Tom. It's been a while, so it has. Well, Happy it's, to have uh, you on our lovely show. It was February, wasn't it? When we last saw each other, it was. It was RSA when we were all yeah. trying not to get sick and uh, and we're all that. Kind of... Behind your couch in your hotel room. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you cameoed one of our uh, our daily oh, recrafts. Yes, you were there at yes. the inaugural Jerick show. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Was that the inaugural one? Yeah, it was all the, all the second or third one. It was about that was the week that we started it. Look yeah. how far we've come now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gained like two viewers. <laughs> Guys, you need a plan. <laughs> Plans are for wimps. <laughs> we're going to wing this as long as we can. I'm trying to figure out a way to write this off of my taxes, so we're good. <laughs> so uh, we we done we recorded the Host Unknown podcast earlier. So Tom and I and Andy we 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 have a group called Host Unknown, and we do a, a weekly podcast. And Andy brought up that um, this year, this day in infosec about 10, 12 years ago, Bruce Schneier released his book Schneier on Security. And the book was pretty much just a collection of his articles from his blog. That was all it was. So I thought, hey, we could do it for the podcast. We could actually do it for this as well. We could get someone on Fiverr to transcribe the contents of these these uh, these videos, and we could just publish it as a book. The one problem with that, though, is that if Host Unknown do it first, you'll simply just be copying the content of Host Unknown's book because doesn't this show just lift the content from Host Unknown? It, it's think of it like a, a, a remake, a reboot, a, re, a reimagination. <laughs> oh, what? It's, been, it's been practiced before. You're going to tell me they're going to remake Hackers next? Yeah, oh. <laughs> I did see something about that actually. Yeah, on the Host yeah. Unknown podcast. Which oh. is <laughs> so, well, the, the, Javad's right. There's only so much news that goes around, and I will say that I try to get original stuff. He just goes with the stuff he just finished with. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's that's fresh true. in my mind. I think, you know, just cherry pick the best show, the best content. The best right. show, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're three minutes into this and we've lost both of the viewers that normally attend. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's leave a bookmark in the content like to, to actually, actually watch the show. Start at the three minutes and 30 second mark and you'll be good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, so what content do we, and I'm getting an echo there. Yeah, I'm assuming you have speakers on. Are you hearing yourself back? Yes. Yes. Oh, it doesn't matter now. There's nothing we can do about it. I'm a We're a very unprofessional group here. Tom, you, like you know that. Before we started to test the audio <laughs> and you didn't say anything, and now all of a sudden it's an issue. Well, I think it's because you guys have finally shut up and now we can hear it. So, Tom, you know that our, our, you know, our tagline here is uh, – 
what is it? It's, it's, it's awfully, poorly presented, awfully. right? It's something along those lines. And so we're true to that form. <laughs> yeah. Timely topics, poorly presented. Timely topics. That's the one. I don't remember the name of that here. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Um, so, okay. Let's get started, though. Javad, um, what is it you just talked about that you'd like to talk about again? I haven't <laughs> talked about this, but I would like to talk about it. It is Friday, the 2nd of October, 2020. And that means it is officially National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. We did talk about that. No, we didn't. Well, <laughs> we spoke about the Twitter video I put out. that giving About us a National Cybersecurity <laughs> So, okay, National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. This is an entire month dedicated to trying to get people to be maybe a little bit more secure online and, and what they're doing with yep. their stuff, right? And so, actually, I think it's actually a very good thing that we have a little bit of focus on that. It gives us as security professionals an opportunity to try to do a little bit more and maybe uh, get the message out to people and may motivate us to do that as well. So I know I have several things planned for this month uh, with different groups to be able to do that and a lot of training for end users as well. So um, Javad, what are your thoughts on it? Is it worth the time? Is it worth may maybe making a logo for or something? I don't know. So I, I, I think it's a good initiative. But I also think it can be misguided if you try and distill it just down into one month. It's not something that, and, and you and I, we, we work in the industry, and, and I'm sure, Tom, you've got stuff to add to this as well. So, we, But um, it's not something that you can just, it's, you don't get done with security awareness. Mm -hmm. It's something that is a continual process. It's ongoing. And, you know, it's great to use it as a motivation point to leapfrog off, but then you need to continually going, go about it. I'm, I'm reading a book at the moment called Atomic Habits, and it's all about how small changes can make a big difference over time. And I, I really like the concept because what it, it's kind of like compound interest. You, you make a 1% improvement every day or week or month or whatever, just a small improvement, and that will compound over time. That 1% becomes 2, 4, 8, and it, it just becomes better and better. So... It's something that we absolutely use this month as a great point to talk about topics and um, get people invigorated about it. But at the end of the day, um, let's look to make continuous improvement over long periods of time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every month should be Cybersecurity Awareness Month, right? But but what <clears throat> what I do like about it though is that it it's a focal point for um, you know for the industry to to bring about some special events on top of regular things so even even if um you know and if you're part of a company that isn't in the industry you can actually announce it as it is nationally cybersecurity awareness month let's up the level of communications and awareness and engagement that we're doing uh and then at the end of it we can go back down to our normal amount hopefully there is a normal amount not nothing but um it's a good focal point i think for those special events well, and I think that's a great point. And also, this is the time of year we're heading into the holiday season. So for consumers, you know, scams, ripoffs, stuff like that going to be happening quite a bit, right? So here's your new PS5, and it turns out to be a brick in a box, right? We see that stuff happen every year. We, you know, we hear about those sorts of things. Um, I do think it, that we need to be careful what we say, though. I saw something on Twitter yesterday where somebody got a little bit lambasted. Uh, they got roasted over a tweet that basically they were saying, stop using, um, uh, what, uh, text messages. Uh, SMS. For, yeah, SMS for, uh, for second factor. And, you know, we as security professionals, 
we know we kind of know what they mean, right? Like use something more secure, like an app or something like that. But when you put out that information to other people that don't understand, then they may be, you know, they're going, oh, well, this is stupid anyways, when honestly, it's better than nothing, right? So yeah. we got to be careful with what we say to people too. You're absolutely right. And I, and I think that's where the communication needs to be split into like two or three tiers. There's one tier of information that we need to give to the users. And that's like for, for the average person, person that's using the systems, whether it's their home environment, the corporate environment and say, okay, do this, do this. Very simple, just simple to understand and use and, and what have you. Then there's the uh, in the discussions we have with tech peers. So there's like our developers, the programmers, the coders, the people who do assurance, um, system designers, user experience uh, designers, all, all that kind of stuff. And that's a bit more, um, that's where you can get into a bit more of this nuance as to like, should you use this level of um, authentication versus that? Is this uh, password hash better than, than the other? And, and the third level is, the the high the really deep discussions that we have as security peers amongst ourselves and that's where we that's the place where we can really debate and discuss like well i think that sms is completely useless i can hack it so many ways well okay no i can do this and and you know and and try to tie those all together and i think you're right when you put that level of conversation out into the public domain you do nothing but confuse the mm -hmm. average user yeah, and it can push us a step back after all this time we've been saying, no, 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 make sure on your bank account you have that second factor, which is a text message enabled. And then they see something like this from a, a supposed security expert that says, no, don't do that, right? And they're yeah. going to read that wrong. So what's the alternative? Nothing. You know, because many organizations, there is no alternative. It's SMS or nothing. Yeah. It's, it's not something that the end user can affect change on. No. It's something right. that the provider has to offer that as an option. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you completely. We we need to have those other discussions, but we need to make sure we're not putting that out necessarily in a public forum um, without at least some very significant disclaimers, right? Your first 280 characters is okay. If you're an end user, don't listen to anything from this point forward, right? <laughs> yeah. um, that's the only way you'd be able to do that um, reasonably. So... Um, speaking about doing things reasonably, I know you had a story we wanted to talk about today uh, dealing with uh, our favorite topic, which wait, is... Wait, 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 there's more? I know, you know what, I'm just conscious of time. We're, we're hitting a point. We can talk about this next week as well, but I just wanted to stay on this topic just for one more point, because, Tom, a, a few years ago, you done this great talk at RSA um, about uh, user, uh, rolling out a user awareness campaign mm. within an organization. I was wondering if you could just share some of the key points about that because that was uh, that was really good. I think the key part of part of it was it was multi-channel. We used as many different channels as we we possibly could. We used video, we used email, we used um, we we used uh, sort of leafleting, we, uh, posters. We sponsored events, so the you know the the drink bottles at the events had stickers with the campaign on. It was fully branded and named. Um, we tied in the awareness campaign to the training campaign as well, so the branding was the same, the characters were the same within them, and so it was very very broad uh, and designed to be run over a twenty four month period. You know, during which time at some point it would be a, a, a rinse and repeat. Um, <clears throat> And plenty of learnings from it and plenty of things that, you know, went wrong, um, uh, as you'd expect in anything sort of quite so grandiose. But it was, it was you know, still 
very effective and actually got the got the job done. Mm. And, you know, and the title was really interesting. You you said like let's stop. What was it? Let's start market. Stop set. Start marketing and yeah yeah. Stop stop um selling and stop selling um training and awareness and start marketing it or something like that. Because it was about actually using the concept of of marketing, actually appealing to lifestyle uh, choices rather than you know you must do this, you must do that. It was very much about uh you know rather than just throwing everything you can and seeing what sticks at the wall you know on the wall and you know and focus on that actually look at what's going to drive changes and they you know let's face it the advertising and marketing industry does very very well at this uh and its principle is that it focuses you know on what the product can do for you and your lifestyle versus you know what the product does in of itself you know so what what is you know, customer and product, put them together, that's what we're selling, not this product will be, you know, is is the best by itself. No, that's good. And, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about this. When I first came on board with No Before, you know, in our, our, our offerings, we offer all kinds of stuff like posters and artwork and all that stuff you can have printed. And when I first saw that, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if anyone would ever use that. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know what, actually, this is brilliant because you put these things up, the reminders, they're around everywhere. And, and it started, it really sunk into me when we have a, a poster up in the office and it says uh, loose tweets sink fleets. And it's a spinoff of the loose ships or loose lips sink ships thing. Right. And every time I see that, I think of that. And every time I kind of hear that phrase anywhere, boom, I go back to thinking about that. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's almost subliminal. It, it, for whatever reason, clicked with me, and now I remember that phrase. Uh, and so having those things around is actually very beneficial and keeping mm. them in places and keeping them in front of places where people, you, you may not think that they're picking it up. Subliminally, you just pick it up. You just do. And so I in like the washrooms, that. the bathrooms, you know, the, 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 the back of the toilet stalls, you know, mm. all that sort of stuff, you know, in the smoking shelters, <laughs> in the lift lobbies. Yeah. What's a lift lobby? Uh, elevate, oh, uh, elevator. Um, okay, right, right. I don't know whatever you Americans call it. <laughs> Sorry, it's that that weird language thing of yours. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's a good idea though, and I love that because you know if you are going to be putting out some stuff like this, um, like we put out a packet this month for National Cybersecurity Awareness Month with a bunch of stuff, but why not take that and actually sit down with one of your marketing people and say, yeah. okay, so where can I use this best? What where can I leverage this best? Like. A lot of times as technical people and security people, we, we tend to live within our little realm and we, we don't necessarily go outside that very much. Um, so it's a good idea to actually get those folks involved as well. I think that's a good point. Absolutely. I, I actually believe that in, the, in this day and age, if you're not leveraging those folks, you're losing. It doesn't matter how great your content is because you know it's, it's very, very difficult for a pure security person to to be effective in that marketing and advertising yeah. space. And everyone's competing for attention these days. Yeah, and it's nothing against the, the security people. This is just not the world we live in. It's not what we're trained for. You know, marketing and even um, HR uh, are, are they're, they're used to dealing with humans and changing behavior, right? Which is, that's yeah. their day-to-day -day thing. That's what they've gone to school for, learned for, go to conferences for. We don't do that. And there's no shame in that but I think we need to leverage that more often. 
It's like trying to get a train driver and telling, stick him in the front of a plane and saying, take the same number of passengers to the same destination. <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, you could probably work it out, but it's going to be a, a bit of a, you know, a horror show. That that made no sense at all, but we'll go with that, Tom. <laughs> and you say my analogies are bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I will continue to say your analogies are yeah, bad, but yeah. you just set the new bar for low. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the input. Um, we're really glad to have you as a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my lunch back if you carry on in that vein. Let's humor him. Let's, just humor him. Just humor yeah. him. He hasn't had pudding yet. No, the check hasn't cleared yet. He hasn't had the buns. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Time-wise, yeah, we're, we're bumping up against that 17-minute sort yeah. of time frame here. Right. About two of it being valuable. Uh, <laughs> thank oh, you. thank you. Yeah. But thank you, Tom, for coming and joining us this week. Oh, it's thank been you. An absolute pleasure. Eric, I'm going to kick you out now. So thank you very much for coming along, Eric. I hate Always you. lovely to have you. Um, so uh, until next week, we'll probably come back to a shorter time. I won't be in Tom. Well, actually, this is a very nice place Tom has over here. He feeds me. I, I might keep coming back here. But until next week, stay secure, my friends. Stay secure.